Checking your emails and taking your calls. Ignorant and uninformed. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Ignorant and Uninformed, America's favorite podcast. Everybody's favorite podcast. Coming to you from Keystone, Colorado, here in beautiful 545 Productions at Consensual Studios. And we are joined, as always, by your sexy hosts, Mr. Max Sarakistan Sarak. I am that. And I am your dubious host, Mr. Ben Hollywood Whitmore. And we are joined in the studio. We are down one Benji Pickens, but we are up one Jay Seavers. Jay Seavers. I, I don't know if today. that's a fair trade, but we'll give it a shot. Yeah, I think it's fine. I think it's great, man. Good yes. to have you here, Jay. Thanks yeah, for filling in for us. Yeah, of course, of course. I happen to be passing through, so it's always try to get on when I pass through. Stop so. in I the love studio. it, man. Get, and get if you have never time. done this as an experience, you should at least give it a shot. I think yeah. you you are our most frequent frequent. And we're back. We were just saying that Jay is the most frequent host on the show. Sorry about that slight computer problem. God damn it, Apple. <laughs> <laughs> it's not true. We were editing. We're lying to you all, all yeah, the time. Normally we don't do that. Just, we don't have to stop. Yeah. But this is your well, podcast we where we talk we for 30 minutes. We, could just we haven't restart. drawn a topic yet. So. No, nah, fuck it. Restart. Let's no, go. No, we're right. going. This, no, is this, is, yeah. this is how we do it. This is how we do it. We, we, we want roll. the people to know that, you know what? We're not perfect. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I know. In case you have Max, any illusions. Tell them why this is their podcast. Perfection. Because we're imperfect like you guys. And that's what that's all about. Oh, shit. A topic just fell out of the bowl. Uh-oh. Oh, is that not divine providence? I don't know. Well, this well, is this your show. Uh, so thank you for that. You guys gave us all of these topics. There are actually a shitload uh, in there. And that's awesome. And we yeah. give you T-shirts. When you give us your topics and we release the episodes, so please keep them coming. Get your groovy, groovy T-shirts and uh, show your support, and we appreciate it. Twank us on the Twitters, at Ig and Un. Hit us up on the Facebooks. Become a friend of the show. Message the show. Visit the website, ignorantanduninformed.com. Click the Topics button. Send us your topics. Stream all the episodes. Or uh, old school email, topics at ignorantanduninformed.com. Stick it to the man. All right. Well, yeah. we had a, when I was twanking the bowl, we had uh, a topic jumped out at us. So that's that is divine providence, my friends. I mean, at least in my mind, that is the process of which twanking we the bowl. twank the bowl. I'm trying to think of what that would be in, in like a, as a poop joke. I know. Right? What do you? What do you what, I think it's just when you what like goes you twank hit it in the bowl so hard you put a crack in the porcelain. <laughs> I hope that's never happened. Yeah, or you Only have to a be few like times. Only a few shitting times. some sort of metal, I think. Like, yeah, yeah like what else you makes swallowed, it You metal. swallowed a, a nickel and it got through your system and it drops and you hear the twank noise. <laughs> With like velocity, though. Oh. <laughs> All right, moving <laughs> on. About it too much, <laughs> moving on. Uh, I believe this topic says nostalgia. Why does it hurt so fucking bad? Phil. Oh, Phil. I Phil. Nostalgia. He was feeling nostalgic when I he know. was dropping that in there. Unless I misread that first word, in which case. <laughs> I don't, no, that's totally nostalgia. <laughs> okay. I couldn't figure out anything else. But I didn't it just seems it struck it, me. It as looks a... like it looks like it's two different words, like nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, what is that? Latin? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. It's nostalgia. I'm almost positive. Nest alg. <laughs> Iowa? <laughs> Nest, well, because Nest Alg, Iowa sucks. No yeah, offense, really Jay. I'm sorry. We, we, we did our best. <laughs> Nest Egg, Iowa. <laughs> we tried. Wow. It's All a right. game of telephone. What the hell? <laughs> so, it does, you know, you think about, about that, regret? and you're like, oh. Is that, is that what that is? You well, you only, first regret of all, you only remember by. the good things. 
generally. I mean, or that's really not bad. true. You remember the bad thing. But either way, you don't remember it if it's just an ordinary everyday thing. So usually <laughs> when you have nostalgia, it's over situations where you had a heightened emotional response to something. Very true. And think back I need, to like ex girlfriends. Very true. Or when you were in, you know, you did. You, I, I worked at a high school for a little while as a as an intern, or you know, whatever you call that. But um, <laughs> teacher. <laughs> well, sure. I did some, and I and I made some stupid comment to a kid, and every now and then, I, I'll I'll remember that comment and think, oh man, I'm just oh. so stupid. What did you say? Okay, so. Without getting too far into specifics, one of the students killed themselves, hung themselves from yeah. the front yard. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. And I was, I had just started. Like, it was my second or third time going there. And it was, I was like, do I even go in today? These people don't, you know. And the, the teacher was like, you know, you need to come in. We need to get normalcy flung again and get these guys back to what. So I was, I was working on stage, helping them put some stuff together. And I turned to a guy and said, hey, there's supposed to be this guy who's supposed to be in charge. And like, yeah, that's the the guy who killed himself and uh, i was like oh but it, you know and it's an emotionally charged situation everybody's just and i was like and i felt like about six inches tall and like and again it's guys i did i had i had never worked with them i didn't know who they yeah. were and it you made you feel like you were six inches tall you're just like oh yeah you really didn't need that today i'm sorry about that and they're like listen everybody gets one it's cool just Go forward knowing yeah. that that's what's going on. Oh. Try to, but that every now, you know, especially when you do, you you have that moment where you say something to me, you're like, oh, why do they say that? Those things come back to you, and you're like, oh, there was that, and there was that time I did that thing, and that, and that's nostalgia, but not in a good way. But sure. it's still, it's a, it was in a very emo- for me, it was a very emotionally charged moment where sure. I was trying to make a good impression and trying to help out this obviously hurting community, and I of just course. made it worse. And you're like, oh, well, Jesus. You know, yeah. Holy cow! Why don't you just smack their mom in the face? You know, sure. And well, that that sort of thing comes back to you a lot. I mean, I think well, about it all the time. Well, Not especially. All the time, so, what else do you think about when you're thinking about that? Because you brought up the emotional nature of memory. So, like, typically, once you know, once you're in that mindset, you'll be much more likely to recall other memories that trigger that. Oh boy, this is so. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. So, like, in like getting to Phil's topic. Like once you start like reminiscing on those those negative things, then like they start cascading back, well, and like, you start oh, to see it more this, in your life that, too. Like you start seeing those that same the th- same things that drew you into those situations in your own life as well. Okay, so you're more likely to get into a like spiral down, as it were, as opposed to um, being able to sort of move past. You know, you do you you make stupid comments every day. Somebody somewhere listens to what you're saying, man. Man, that guy's an idiot. But <laughs> no, move, that never happens to us. You move past it. You know, you, you, you either you don't you don't think about it too much. You get over it. But when when you're already predisposed to be paying attention to that, you start seeing it more in your own life. Sure. And you're, you start observing it more. And there's a good case to be made for self-reflection, improving yourself in that way. But Certainly. at the same time, you can also put yourself in that trap of everything I'm doing is wrong, even when it's not true. Sure. But it sure seems like it. Yeah, no, I, I think that's that's probably one of the reasons why it hurts so fucking bad. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. I think of nostalgia, and I think of like it's well, it's it more can, the longing for things that are that are gone, that are like that, ah. that hurts. It's not okay. nostalgia. You think back to like the you know the well, nostalgia was... for your youth and the the you know the people you knew and the the things you liked and the you know the things that were going on at that time, and you 
you reminisce in a positive way. Okay. But you you miss it, and that that's where the pain. So comes there's a from. longing. Yeah, and that's what hurts. I think uh-huh. is like that you can't have those things anymore. That you don't you don't have those things anymore. Okay. People, as well. You sure. Know, people factor into that a, lot, a huge like you know people you've lost. In your life, or or people that you just lost touch with along the way, lovers you've you know scorned and burned bridges with. Yeah, you know, it's been kind, kind of, of fuck- in the last uh, in the that's last. Deep. That's deep for that's deep for Hollywood. Six in the last six months, there are two kids that I went to middle school with that have killed themselves. Damn, um, and it was a small middle school. Like there was only like maybe eighty kids in our class. Well, they were from Ohio. Well, I mean that's true. But what's crazy is they I'm were sorry, also that was really insensitive. Oh no, you're fine, man. Okay. I don't. Yeah, it's cool. Um, I'm sorry but they were that. also like two of the class clowns, oh. which I think is just, I mean, you know, there, obviously there's that correlation um, mm-hmm. about comedy. and Well, if you're a class clown, you're, you're acting out to try to get attention. And right. especially as you get older, less people give a shit about you. Like, so here's the thing. When I was in high school, I had sure. a very wide circle of friends who I saw every day and, you know, people that I would talk to and everything. Right. As I've gotten older... That shrunk considerably. I, oh, I no longer spent, yeah. you know, I went to go apply for a job someplace and I spent some time with a guy I hadn't seen since almost, you know, maybe once or twice in college. Still a friend, still great, but I don't see him enough to really know what's going on in his life or really consider him to be like an active part of my circle of friends. You know, he's, you know, so you 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 start to shrink as you get older you start to lose that sort of wider circle and you start to draw this isn't obviously a, a this isn't universal but <laughs> in general you you go from having a wide social scene because again in high school and college you're forced to interact with so many people a day as you get older you can say well i don't really want to isolate yourself more and more you choose mm-hmm. which is both a blessing and a curse because you get to choose your circle of friends, you get to, you know, you don't have to, you're not forced to interact with so many, a broad depth right. of people. But at the same time, that can also be very isolating because you, you have to choose. You have to be yeah. proactive about and it, expanding your social yeah, circle. And you don't. Other than the people that you might work with. I find myself know, sitting at home a lot because I don't. Live with. I, I haven't taken the time to maintain a group of friends and, you know, wherever it is I'm at who are able to go out and do things, you know, and again, also as you get older, you get busier. You're just less free to go hang out. So you spend less time hanging out with people. You don't meet as many new people and the circles, you know, people move away and you don't replace them. The circles yeah. you get just draws smaller. Yeah. Unless you're there a certain amount of like, you know, longing or, or hurt that goes along with that. When you look at your current situation and say, fuck man, back in high school, I would see, I would hang out, I would walk to four different tables at lunch and like see all these other groups of people. And I mean, I think it depends on, I guess it would certainly depend on your experience as well, but there's probably a time in your life when even you're thinking back to like, you know, first grade when, when things like, you know, social structure doesn't really fucking matter as much, but maybe those, maybe people who didn't have a very good high school experience had a better, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, I peaked out in second grade. That's cool. I peaked it's in second fucking grade. Happens. Socially, I, I peaked in second grade, I think. I was definitely like a cool kid in uh, in elementary school. And then it just, it's just it weird how those down, lines become drawn, though. But Downhill, again, buddy. You find yourself asking, is it worth maintaining? Because it does take, and again, this is one of those things. You see people who are trying too hard to meet, be, be a popular person, have a wide circle of friends. Mm-hmm. You definitely see those people. Of course. Is it worth that much of your time to maintain a very wide sort of not necessarily tight circle of friends versus spending less time 
maintaining a small, tight circle of friends. I think you find yourself saying, I have less time now that I'm an adult because I have a job, I have a family, I have these obligations. Instead of trying to maintain a 20-person <laughs> circle of friends, I'm going to maintain a five-person circle of friends. I'll actually be able to spend time with these five people. It won't be a, every time I have free time, I'll have somebody to hang out with. Yeah. But it would be a, I'll have people I actually genuinely want to hang out with versus just be around, you yeah. know? Well, I think it's it's a yeah. little bit of that is like, you know, you have your priorities. So you've got a finite amount of time and energy, right? And you've got a a pie chart that when you're in, in college, it's basically, you know, sleep, social life, school. Mm-hmm. And, th- and then when you become an adult, school goes away, but then it's job, it's work. it's That's the same thing. That is the same thing. And, but it's it's like, you know, uh, uh, you just have more responsibilities. Well, Children, family, you know. Like, well, that takes over social life. Because, like, arguably, you're still spending as much time with somebody else, but that other person is now your wife or right. your kids. And you're also drawing sure. from a less large group of people. Because when you're in college or you're in school, you, you've got a large group of people that we can draw from for different folks. When you go work at a job, it's the same 10 people for 15 years. Sure. Yeah. Eventually, you're going to hate half of them. You're going to like about half of them. And you, maybe one or two of them might actually become your friends. Otherwise, they're going to be coworkers, and that's what they're going to be. Sure. So you don't necessarily so get are just like the other students in your class <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. yeah, in, yeah. Right. Except, except yeah. that there's no teacher and there's no assignments. Like, you want to come over to my house after school? You want to come over to my house after work? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, but then it's not but your you house. Wives. It's like, yeah. Yeah. And, then, like, and yeah, by yeah, the let's time you're the at beer. work, you're also let's go to the beer. Let's go to the bar. Yeah. The time you're at work, you're also doing eight hours of work a day. So at the end of the day, you're tired. When you're in college, you go sit at a desk. It's not that bad if you're building sets or whatever. After an eight-hour day, you're like, oh, I just want to go home and sit down in my chair and do nothing. Yeah, Shower physically beer. exhausted. Yeah, interesting. So, so is that where that you know that hurt that Phil's talking about that pain that's associated with nostalgia is is a longing for simpler times? Well, I, think, I, mean, I think it's one of them. I don't think there's like a well, it's the longing for all of those people that you used to hang out with. You want to hang out with them again. You really do. You want to. Go, I would love to go hang out with some of these people that I went to high school with that I haven't seen in. <laughs> 10 years, but well, I, I can't, I don't have the, yep. I'm not there. So yep. I, I get that little bit of sadness and so, Oh, I wonder how that guy's doing. Well, I can, you know, I can go look on Facebook or whatever, but it's not the same, you know, but I think that's the reality of time too. Like, I think that's what's ultimately behind the longing because like, even if you hung out with those people, you wouldn't be doing the same thing that you were back in that sure, day. But, but you would, you, cause I'm kind of curious to see how they grew up. You know, you would get, you know, maybe it's not like a friendship thing, but you find yourself missing that day where you went out and sat at the lake with this guy who you never you haven't seen since high school, but okay. you, were, you were there all day with okay. him. And you had a lot of good conversations, and you saw yourself saying, it's right. 10 years from now. Who, I wonder who that guy is now. Would okay. I even like him? Okay. Did I even like him then? See, you know? I guess for me personally, the longing, like where the hurt would come in would be for like reliving that moment that is like inexplicably gone. Like you can bring the people back together, but like that yeah. situation has passed. So there's a – so, okay. So in – um Slings and Arrows, the TV show. In the first season, they're talking. They talk about they're, they've got this group of corporate people in doing a workshop at the Shakespeare Company. And they're doing a workshop on Hamlet, not Hamlet, Macbeth. Yeah, Ooh, we're sorry. not in the theater. It's okay. Pass, pass yeah. um, they're doing a workshop on Macbeth, and they're doing the, the they're, they're trying to get a guy to do the monologue from that Macbeth says after his wife has been. He finds out his wife died, and Jeffrey Tennant says to the guy, he says, "I believe human beings are selfish. So when we." We feel sadness. We're not mourning the loss of the person. We're mourning the loss of ourselves 
the person we were when that person was there. We're mourning who we were at that time, not hmm. that person. So when I'm talking about I, – I, one time we went out on a choir retreat and I spent a whole night sitting on a porch talking to a girl who I've never spent time with ever again. But I miss being that kid who had an idea of what the universe was and he was very certain about some things. And I'm nowhere near as certain as 16-year-old Jay was. But I miss being that certain about things. I miss having that sort of foundation in my beliefs. Interesting. Jay, you can go back to being ignorant. You're on Ignorant and Uninformed, buddy. That's true. Go back. You can't go back. You can never go back. Exactly. Unless you <laughs> – well, I mean I have hit my head enough between now and then where most of it – I've forgotten most of it, but – Right. That's, I mean, that's always a good thing. Yeah. Always a good thing. To, for, to hit your head and – Hit your head yeah. uh, as often as you can. Uh, so that my question to you guys then is like when you guys do look shakes back – Shakes loose all the bad memories. Is it like – is it more painful than it is pleasurable to look back for you guys? Because like I have a pretty positive view of my past. Like I look back and yeah, I feel I don't, I don't like know. a tremendous amount of like love and appreciation. I think it all depends on the situation you find yourself looking back. When I think of nostalgia, like to me, it's more like, oh man, I miss like, it's more like pop cult, like things that were going on in my life and in the world at the time. Okay. And like, and I, 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 I think, you know, you reminisce and to me, that's a lot more positive experience. I enjoy, you know, I enjoyed like the fucking Ninja Turtles. And then there's a little bit of pain now that I look at the new movies and I'm just like, ugh. It was just so innocent and nice before. Or were you just so innocent and nice before? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe that's what... I, but I, I think that, like... But I think that's it. It's both. It's like... Yeah. I reminisce and I have nostalgia about many, many things from my past. But, like, mostly they're like, yeah, that was great. I wish it was like that again. I wish I had that. I wish I could... And it's that... Again, It's I keep coming back to this. I've said it, like, 18 fucking times. But... That's okay. It's that longing for the... Th- that's where the, the hurt can come from. Or okay. the, it's like you... And like what Jay was saying, it's like you're missing a piece of yourself. You're no longer the sure. same person that you're thinking yeah. about. It's also very interesting to think that that when we think about ourselves in the future past, in the future tense, like five years from now, you think about yourself. You think about yourself in the same part of your brain that you think about other people when you think about yourself in the future. Oh, that makes sense. When you think about yourself in the present, yeah, you think because it's a person you don't know. It's, it's yeah, a you're hypothetically. That, you know I mean? Yeah, it's your yeah. imagined yeah. Isn't self. That weird. It's like. So your future, your future self is an unknown person, which of course makes a lot of sense. But when you think about how that impacts, well, how it can impact your day to day actually. Well, what does that mean for your past self? Like we think that identity is a very continuous thing because of the stories we tell. But That's like, true. What does that mean about you know? Isn't it uh, nostalgic? Who's, whose boat is it that uh, the like, thought, ex- <laughs> the thought experiment? Theseus's boat, maybe Theseus's ship. Where like at what point if you replace an entire ship, is it still the same ship? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. um yeah, if all the parts of a ship have been, you know, you, you take you, you build yeah. a ship and then you go out in the ocean exactly. and as it crashes into rocks and things, you're replacing boards in the ship. Once all the boards in the ship are replaced, is it the same ship or is it a different ship? Exactly. It's I like, think it's the same ship. I think it's, again, because we're, we, we label things as human beings because that's the easiest way for our brains to grasp what things are. What something is doesn't matter necessarily to us as importantly as the label. Mm-hmm. So... You know, you look at something and you say it's a chair. It has certain characteristics, and all those characteristics are the same no matter what the label is. But I don't know where I was going with that. But cool. I don't either. I like but it. Is it a ship? Is it the same ship? Yeah. Are you the same ship? Exactly. Because you're calling it the same label. It doesn't matter. You could call. Ah, you could okay. transfer that label to a different ship, and that ship becomes that ship. But I have a chair, right? I take. Yeah. A, I knock the back off. I knock off a leg. Now it's a stool. 
Sure. Right? Yeah. Yes. It's also a chair. A stool is a type of chair. Right. Well, the, the idea being like these things being you and, yeah, the but, names. The yeah, names but it, it's different. Sure. The label is different at that point. Yeah. I don't know. But do you, does the stool miss being a chair? That's no. the real question. No. Is I don't know. Maybe it's stools, stools miss being trees. I'm talking metaphorically <laughs> here. <laughs> no, but like, I get it. Well, they say like, you know, that we replace our, ce- our cells, replace themselves. Yeah. Uh-huh. You're, I think, what is it? Is like that really true? T- every 10 days, all the cells in your body regenerate themselves? I don't know. That sounds like a really long time. I mean, that's something I feel like I heard as a kid. Like a short amount of time, I mean. I feel like it would be like years before. Mm-hmm. But again, cells are constantly regenerating and being replenished. And right. Cells die. Shed, like and, skin cells. Yeah, cells and, die. Yeah. Every cell dies. You know, it's so you're, so the, the cells that make up you... Have changed. I, I, again, I say ten days. I don't actually know if that's the right, actual, right. but every every years. period of time, that's what it's every cell butts. in your body will be replaced by a different cell. But you're yeah, still you, right? Which is one of the reasons why when they discovered that was one of the reasons that got people thinking. Well, maybe who you are isn't necessarily determined by the parts of your body or the part you know, the, but more about what what's going on in your consciousness and the things that happen to you. Do you feel like this is part of the reason why Doctor Who is so popular? I mean, that is a character that, like, regenerates very physically every, like, couple years, but still yeah, maintains... the phoenix a little, you know, the phoenix yeah. metaphor. But yeah. it's still very much the same entity. Well, it's, it's, what, it's what we envision ourselves to want to be. I'm a different... If I were a doctor, I would be a different doctor now than I was when I was 16, when I was 24. Okay. So we do it. We just don't change appearance. And wouldn't we all like to, at some point in our lives, had thought, man, if I could just, like, wipe my slate clean and be somebody else. Sure. But still, you know, have a different different face and everything, but still have all my the things of my past life. All the world's a stage and all the men and women merely players. They have their entrances and their exits. And each man in his life plays many parts. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Just are, drop, wait, drop are some we knowledge on you? Wait, are we done? Are I feel we like done? That was like a closing. What? <laughs> no, we, have? we got like six minutes. Oh, left. shit. <laughs> <laughs> right, so that was a good ending, though. No, you, you know what? You can just stop yeah, the podcast yeah. right here. Why does it the rest of this We're going to talk for six garbage. more minutes, but just remember everything else. <laughs> yes. um, Damn it. So why does it hurt so much? Because you don't because, have it anymore? Because you don't get it in non-emotionally charged situations. Every time you're remembering something, it was usually – I mean, I say this usually. I have recollections of everyday things, but not many. And they probably come from a situation that was emotionally charged, but I was not, you know what I mean? These, you, every time you're getting nostalgia for something, you're thinking back to where you were at this, at some point in your life and you had this feeling, this sense of emotion saying, I really belong here, or I'm terrified, or this is the best moment of my life. And you have that feeling and that's what you're feeling. That's what you're missing is that feeling inside of you of the thrill of the, that first makeout in the car or you know, when you when you saw you, you looked through a telescope for the first time and you saw Saturn's rings and things and you're just like, This is really cool. I miss and so then it's you, the newness. A little bit. I think I think nostalgia you you only get things for nostalgia that you don't you, even if you go, even if I went and looked through a telescope again, I wouldn't feel that ex- same excitement. No, because it wouldn't be new. Right. So I think that's what you're missing is that that sensation inside of you of, oh my gosh, this, this is the like sense of wonder and yeah. like the the child's eyes, and maybe will. it's one of those things where if you have all the endorphins flowing through your body or whatever, 
maybe that's what's causing the the other parts of your memory to lock those things in more. Maybe hmm. because there's more going on with different parts of you know when you get excited about something, endorphins come and yeah, then, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, maybe that's what locks memories more solidly into long term memory than because I can't remember a damn thing about calculus or yeah. geometry. But no, they definitely say that uh, like the more intensely you feel something, definitely like solidifies the the memories that you have. Interestingly enough, so is sleep is very important for like the consolidation of memories. Yeah. I slept yeah. a lot more when I was a kid. So when you, it's, your, it's your buffering zone. It's your brain is buffering all totally. the information. That's part of the reason why I think that binge watching is not nearly as good a way to consume entertainment. Like, I have been watched Clone Wars and so many shows, like, fucking seasons upon seasons of Supernatural. But I did them in such large chunks that it all just runs together. Yeah, like, but, I can't retain any of that. Yeah, but how much of it do you really want to retain? If you're being entertained by something, do you do you want to be able to go back into and quote lines from episodes of Supernatural, or is it are you are you willing to have been satisfied with being entertained for the time that you were entertained and then you move on with your life? Well, I guess that's the question, isn't it? Really, I mean, and this is the, <laughs> this is this is my argument for when people are like, "Why do you binge watch things?" I say because I don't really care because eventually it ends, and I'm while I have an emotional connection to these characters, it's also just a TV show. It's also just a you know also just a book series I, I binge read book series that's kind of who i am but when it's over it's over and you can move on from it you know maybe we don't need to when you spend a week anticipating the next episode of course you form a deeper emotional connection to what's happening in the story but if you're only there you know if you watch it all at once then it's something that you use to be entertained by and you 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 know the story you've seen some of the things that happen but you're not trying to identify more closely with the characters you're not trying to you're not thinking about for a week about all the things that happened in the last episode what could happen in the next episode you just you find out the story and then you move on for me it's more about remembering how i spent that time in my entertainment like whereas looking back it seems just like lost time with a stamp like i was entertained and that's sure, really all i can recall from that you need, as opposed to yeah there's no you need that too as a human being we seek it out it's obvious that human beings want to be entertained that we seek it out that it's something that we we're looking for in our lives okay because i think my guess would be is because we're searching for deeper meaning and it's one way of it's a it's a way of searching that other people have put together for us okay if that makes sense sure but well i think it's it's because we're and i think this is probably it goes back to nostalgia a little bit but it's it's you know we're we're social creatures we crave interaction we crave stories and we crave knowledge from those stories learning a lesson learning which goes back to you know the days when it was important to know what to do when someone tells you about oh dude i was out in the fucking forest had my spear and this fucking wildebeest shows up nearly fucking trampled me but you know what i jumped in this goddamn tree and i'm here today to tell you about it so then your brain's like i'm gonna lock that shit away because that's important next time i see a wildebeest in the forest you know so it's like not that that's really nostalgic. Cavemen are sitting around being but, nostalgic about being chased by wildebeest. Well, I mean, but again, <laughs> but, if you're right? a cave, if you're a caveman, being chased by a wildebeest is either a very common occurrence or something that makes an impact on your life because it's so different from right, right. But you know. I think that's why that that developed in human cultures is because we crave that the stories and the experiences of other people as a collective group that that we can all learn from and know things. And I think that's. That's really one of the things that I really find fucking fascinating about the internet and YouTube and all these things. Like, 
it's going to get to a point where someone's going to only have to do something once before you have to figure it out. We as you know, the, you can go on the far future YouTube, learn how to fix a car, space car, and right. You know what I mean? But and, and then we'll look back on these days and be like, oh, I remember when you had to go to school to be a mechanic. But still, you'll never Just, be able to do it well. And you're relying you on content right. creators, not necessarily the people who have the knowledge, but people who are willing to put their knowledge out. Right. Because yep. there are a lot of people who are good at fixing cars who have never touched the internet and don't want anything to do with it. Right. And maybe they have the best method for fixing something, but without them putting their experience out there, it, it gets lost. It's like, you know, people who – all the dead languages and things. Well, that's probably why those – yeah. It's probably why those – you know, the internet is so popular is because it's it's a constant source of information for us. Sure, but again – that's what we crave as people. Right? The limits to the internet are the, is who is putting stuff on it. Right, exactly. Uh, democracy. Well, it is de- – no, it's democracy Purely. of choice. Yeah, because there's – if you don't choose, if you choose not to put something on the internet, that all of your information is lost. You know, all that all that knowledge and learning that you might have that you might have to share with somebody else is lost. Right. So and that's what we're talking about, though. Is in this episode, it's loss, like the feeling that loss of that information. Yeah. So, but loss of memory, loss of it's interesting. I don't know the loss of the loss. There's, of, there's some kind of relation there, but I'm just not it's, feeling well enough to find it. No, you're maybe cool, it's man. wonder. You're on the path. Maybe it's you, you feel wonder. And that's what makes you nostalgic. Like, I can't believe yeah. I was so stupid to have said that thing. Or I can't believe Maybe I'm looking that... at a planet in our solar system. Or I can't believe that this is how the world is. And that, that feeling of my your horizons expanding is what you really miss. I don't know. I don't know. It's the hurt over the loss of what could have been. Whoa. Steve, that would have been a perfect spot for Shakespeare. And then you could have just... Yeah, all yeah, the world's on the way No, you can't do it again. The, uh, it's the only one I know. Yeah, of it's course. all right, buddy. It's the only one you know. All right, take us out. Because it's like four lines. Uh, right. yeah. I could go on, but I yeah. won't. Go on. First, the, you know the whole... mewling and puking in the nurse's arms. Oh, do you know the I'm whole done. thing? I'm done. Yeah, I had to memorize it. Do school. you still know it? No. I could probably right. recite the Gettysburg Address, though. <laughs> <laughs> downloading and listening to Ignorant and Uninformed, America's favorite podcast. Make sure you check us out on the website, ignorantanduninformed.com. You can download all the podcasts from there. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcaster you're listening to us on. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash ignorantanduninformed. Twank us on the Twitter, at Ig and Un. We're going to be back next week with a brand new epidose. Make sure you send in those topics, I forgot that one, to topics at ignorantanduninformed.com. Questions make the best topics. And of course, We'll see you on the flip side. We'll be back next week with a brand new epidose of hot-ass freshness all up in your grill. Peace off.